firmly. He helped pull her up along the climbing path. It gets easier up ahead. The gravity slackens off, and the view is worth the effort. She nodded, but said to herself, He knows he's handsome, good muscular body, firm backside. That's why they picked him to guide me, no doubt. He gets all the female hormones popping. David reminded her of the Hawaiian beach boys who had invaded England's holiday resorts lately. The same strong, sleek body, the same wide-boned, handsome face with the big, bright smile. He was dressed for the outdoors, something Evelyn had never expected. Rough shorts, loose-fitting sleeveless shirt open to show his smooth, muscular chest. Soft skin, hiking boots. Her own short-skirted business suit looked perfectly proper in an office or a restaurant or anywhere civilized, but out here it was terribly out of place. She had already taken off the vest and stuffed it into her shoulder bag, but still she was overheated and sweating like an animal. That smile of his is dazzling, though. There was something else about him, too, something different. Could he be the one? she asked herself. Could I have stumbled onto him already? What a coincidence that he'd be assigned to be my guide. But another voice in her head warned, there's no such thing as coincidence, be careful. Those blue eyes and that golden hair, what a combination, and the slightly olive cast to his skin, a Mediterranean gene. Can they engineer your complexion, too? Still, there's something. He's got that film star look to him, Evelyn realized. Too perfect. Not a thing out of place. No blemishes, no scars. Even his teeth are white and straight. Careful here, David said. He slid an arm around her waist to help her jump over a tiny, gurgling brook that cut across their path. Thanks, Evelyn murmured, disengaging his arm. He knows he's a hunk, she told herself. Don't let that angel face take you in, old girl. Silently they climbed through thinning stands of oak and spruce, all neatly arranged, evenly spaced, like his bloody teeth. They should have sent a blooming Girl Scout on this job, not a reporter. David watched her as they climbed the steadily ascending path, why did Cobb pick me to show her around, he asked himself. Does he think so little of the work I'm trying to do that he wants me to put it aside and play Boy Scout with a newcomer? With an effort, he kept the resentment out of his face as he watched her struggle in her open-toed shoes to keep up with him. On impulse, he tongued the communicator switch built into his rearmost molar and whispered to himself deep down in his throat where no one else could hear it except the miniaturized transmitter implanted there. Evelyn Hall, new arrival last week. File, please. It took four paces along the grassy path before the microscopic receiver implanted behind his ear whispered back. Evelyn L. Hall, age 26, born London Complex, attended state schools in London area, 
graduate of Polytechnic University, Plymouth, degree in journalism, employed as researcher, later reporter, international news syndicate, no other employment history, physical data. David shut off the computer's voice with a click of his tongue. He didn't need her vital statistics. He could see that she was almost as tall as his own 5'11", and had the full, ripe kind of figure that meant she faced a constant battle against overweight. Her thick, honey-colored hair curled over her shoulders. It was badly tangled right now. Sea-green eyes that were alive, intelligent, inquisitive. A pretty face. She looked almost like an innocent child, except for those probing, restless eyes. Still, it was a sweet face. Vulnerable. Almost fragile. I wish they'd told me we'd be mountain climbing, Evelyn grumbled. David laughed. Come on, this isn't a mountain. We didn't build any mountains.